Thought Bubble Audio. And welcome back to the Thought Bubble Audio Christmas special in which all of our Thought Bubble Audio hosts, for the most part, gather together to talk about Princess Switched, the greatest Christmas movies of all time. With me, as they are every year, is my co-host from Beer with Geeks, Frank. Frank, how are you today? Hey, hey, happy holidays. Cheers. Happy holidays to you. Uh, My co-host from Academy Rewind, Palmer. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. I'm doing fine. And the hosts of Hate Watch with us, Kelsey and Kirsty. How are you guys? Kelsey, you go first. I said your name first. <laughs> Hello. Happy Switchmas. Happy Switchmas <laughs> to you. Good. And Kirsty, how are you? I'm always thrilled for Switchmas. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Here we go. I'm so excited. Oh. Um, so um, for those of you who have never joined us for our holiday special before, um, Every year we gather um, to do a Thought Bubble Audio Christmas special in the vein of um, Star Wars, the holiday special, <laughs> in which um, nothing makes sense, and but we have a good time probably. And one of us is maybe drunk, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just always Carrie Fisher. So, um, and so uh, was it two? We didn't do the first one together, right? Is that is that no. right? We did no. another Vanessa film, though. We, we are experts do. in the Vanessa. We candy. did. Um, we did a Christmas night, a night yep. for Christmas. Night for Christmas, the night right. who killed Christmas. The night I don't switch know. Christmas yeah, night. That, I don't know. That's right. Christmas okay. night. Yeah. yeah. And then we swapped to Princess Switch. Switched again. Yes. Um, and uh, which is hilarious because I didn't bother to watch the first one. I kind of. <laughs> and I'm still con- lost. I kind of took the continuity of a night before Christmas and I just blended it into um, Princess Switched and then. Um, and here we are again with Princess Switch switched a third time, probably, um, whatever this one is called. Um, I, I hope that they kind of sort of do do sort of the, the fast and furious thing where they start to just be like, switched four, switched again. Yeah. Switched, 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 switched. Okay, so who wants to recap the plot Ooh. of Princess Switched 3? Oh, Fiona's that definitely sounds out. like a hate watch with us thing. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> are you saying the, that because I have three pages of printed notes? Oh, good oh for God. you, Oh, my God, Kelsey. your notes are so much more thorough than mine, Kelsey. We watched this one together, which is always an event. And my notes are just individual lines of screaming. <laughs> yes. That yes. makes sense. It is three pages, just like Kelsey's. However, Kelsey appears to have... Because I watched it again last night, guys. It's also worth noting that when Kelsey and I watched it, we did have to pause for a couple of hours to like talk about our lives instead of watch this movie because that's how we felt about this movie. Yeah, it'll do that. <laughs> this movie will do that to you. Okay, so actually, so I want to go before we even we do. Okay, so a brief synopsis. Yeah. And well, yeah. So the sure. like the the you know the I don't even know their names the. Vanessa, Vanessa one, one Chicago Vanessa <laughs> and and not British Vanessa the queen queen Vanessa yeah they're they're happily married not to each other but you know to their separate <laughs> to their separate spouses yes. um and so they're all royalty and somebody and they've gotten this like the the star of peace from the Vatican 
delivered by the Swiss guard because that's a thing. Um, and and then somebody steals it. And so they're like, who do we know that's sketchy? What Vanessa number blonde Vanessa number three. Um, <laughs> so so we so they enlist uh, Fiona's help who tried to, you know, you know, kind of did a coup in the last film uh, to kind of take over the throne. And they enlist her help. And it's really about her redemption story because we do love a good redemption story on Christmas. Um, so, and that's what it is. So I'm going to go around. I want to see what everybody thought about this. Frank, what did you think out of five? What are you, what are you feeling on this one? I mean, uh, two, 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 yeah, no, two, two, two and a half, two, two and a half. If you're between two and three. Yeah. But I can't Uh, really round up and, and I can't round it's down. I got to round down. It's two. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That tells you a lot. Palmer, what did you think? I actually gave it two and a half stars. Two and a half stars from yeah. Palmer. Kelsey. I'm going to give it uh, four steamies. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's an important clarifier, actually, because that might be the only thing this film gave us. Um, if we'd like to contextualize it in universe, I would go ahead and say that the first Chris- Princess Switch, Christmas Switch, switched again. It was probably like a four. The second one was probably like a four and a half to five for all the hijinks. And this one on the Christmas switch spectrum, I would say is like a two. Mm. I think two feels right. But four steamies also feels accurate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that, <laughs> that definitely does. Yeah, I'd co-sign yeah. that. Yeah, I'm on the two. I'm on the two and a half plank. I think like there's like in, there's a good movie somewhere in here. Um, and. It probably wasn't one that I watched. Uh, so, um, all right. So you guys have Hey Watch with us has the most notes. So why don't you kick us oh, off? No. Oh, note. Wow, that's a lot of pressure. I mean, no listen. Here. No matter what happens, the analysis of the movie cannot be worse than the movie. That is an absolute god-given fact. So okay. Well, I'm going to kick us off with something that bothered me from the second this film started which relates to continuity of these three films, which is specifically that the King of Montanaro is the most forgettable person in these films. And they always, the way they frame him, he always looks like the help. And I always think he's the help. (laughs) He's actually the King of Belgravia. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Even more so. Like it's forgettable (laughs) what he even does. Wait, there's a King in this movie? Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. No, but seriously, which one's the king? I can't even <laughs> the king of Belgravia married Chicago Vanessa. He's a whose king? name is Stacey. I thought, I thought he was a prince. I in yeah, in my mind, I'm but like he, that's he be, didn't he become king last film? And I I don't, don't know. Be probably this in my mind. This is the problem, isn't it? But I read then, a recap of this film today. Okay where the recapper kept referring to him as Prince Philip, and then about halfway through realized his name was Edward. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, uh, the Wikipedia calls him uh, Edward Wyndham, Prince of Belgravia, and Stacy's husband. Okay. Okay. And then... My bad. <laughs> well, whatever. And then I... European Vanessa married Chicago Vanessa's bestie. Yeah. But he's now either a prince or a king because... Because British she's Vanessa queen. is a queen. Yeah, I guess he would be if you're going if they go off the British he monarchy, then he'd be, still be a prince, right? Yeah. 
but okay. I think I, they do a feminism in this one, so he might be a king. I don't know. Unclear. I don't know. Very unclear. Um, the monarchy is a is a muddied system. Prince consort. So, he is so the prince so, consort of Montanaro. Okay, but but okay. Edward is not related to um, Margaret, right? Queen Margaret. They were betrothed in the first movie. Uh, right, yes. that was so, the parent trap scenario. Right, right. gotcha. Margaret so was supposed to marry him, one. and Vanessa ends up over there for a baking competition, and they yes. bump into each other and are like, "Oh my god, we look a lot alike." And Margaret's like, "I want to be a real girl for Christmas," so they switch places. Thus, the, the she's princess, never gotten to be a plebe before. Thus, the princess switch. Gotcha. Okay. See, that switch is the one that makes sense. Right. Don't try and wrap your head around the best friend dating his best friends lookalike <laughs> and then marrying her because we went through that last year it just yeah. no feel such strong feelings yeah um, okay that all that all makes sense and they all live in the palace for reasons right Even they live though... in different palaces but they just meet up in one for the movies yeah oh. they all they yeah. always go to montanero for the movies but they suggested i think that stacy and whatever um, that they bounce back and forth Edward. between Belgravia and Chicago. Right. Oh, yeah. Because okay. they're she both busy. She still has business. With... <laughs> yeah. Of course. She still has her <laughs> business. That's they're right. very busy. Yeah. And then Margaret and her guy split time between Montenero and Chicago because he still has a daughter in Chicago. Right. No, they sent her to boarding That's... school. Right. Yeah. Okay. I thought she. Okay. Where, where is she in boarding school? New York. I don't know if that's Switzerland. Oh, New York. I don't know. Right. Oh, that's New right. York. They mentioned New York. They mentioned JFK, didn't they? I just assumed yes. that it was in Chicago, but you're okay. New York. So they're they're just globetrotters. Okay. So here's here's what I actually weirdly like about these movies. It even if they're not good, um, that none of that actually matters. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like like, like we I care find. deeply, but none of it really matters. None of it matters. You just go through scene by scene, and you just kind of absorb whatever's happening, and you're and like, you're yeah, just whatever, like, oh, I'll belong yeah. for the ride. Yep. This is a heist movie now. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really want this, after all this movie, I really want the spinoff from this series going now. Every Christmas, they plan some sort of heist hijink. Like, Fiona joins the Impossible Missions Force. Yes. I like the genre within a genre, right? You know, like the first one's like the romantic comedy, and the second one is like the political drama. Like, oh, is she going to get coordinated or not? And now this is the heist movie. This is the heist heist movie. movie. So what's next? Zombie Princess Switch? Horror. Yeah, zombies. (laughs) Ghost Switch. Oh, no, a fourth Vanessa. She's dead. Oh, no. I've never forgiven Netflix for the fact that we didn't get a fourth Vanessa in this film. I think that's yeah. the biggest really? missed opportunity. How do you not just keep adding Vanessas in every movie? Like, how do There's you not just need additional a Vanessa seri- every movie? Right. Yeah. Vanessa was a seriously missed opportunity. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah, I really thought that her mom, that Fiona's mom, uh, was going, because there's like a double redemption story in here, <laughs> right? Been there's like the mother-daughter the redemption and yeah. the, you know, personal issue Vanessa, Fiona. And I really thought it was going to be, like, I was extremely disappointed when that actor showed up whose name escapes me, but she did play um, Jim Carrey's ex-wife in Liar Liar. That's all I've got. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That is <laughs> that her. Is, yeah. is that? Uh-huh. Yeah, I looked it up. Yeah. Because oh <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Seen this lady before. Um, so She looks different. I loved her. Since we're talking about missed opportunities, it is the party line of Hate Watch with us that one of the great missed opportunities was that Fiona's mother was not Cher. 
<sighs> totally. Oh my gosh, Mamma Mia! Just every mother Child. should be fair. Is that your? Is that <laughs> your take? Mamma Mia too? Yeah. Here we go. Here we again. go again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does she also break into Fernando in this movie if she share? Yes. Yes. One thousand percent. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Man, I want like yeah. a Christmas version of Fernando sung by Cher. <laughs> yeah, truthfully, I was kind of on board with this movie at the beginning. Like, I was like, okay, the star, like this, you know, the star of Saint Nicholas, the star of peace, whatever. I'm like, that's dumb, but I can get on board with that. Like, this like really poor bishop shows up with this like extremely opulent like yep. like piece <laughs> of gold, and I'm like, this, but whatever, I'm fine. Well, this, I mean, they, he got it from the Vatican, so the Vatican's no, but not the, poor. But no, Saint Nick didn't get it from the Vatican, like. Poor Bishop of Myra, like that's yeah, not. I, find like, it, I found that a little whatever. hard to swallow, but that's only. Yeah. I mean, if you know the history, then you're going to find that. But most people don't, so it's fine. Yeah, I, I know, but I what what got me was the Swiss guard showing up to deliver it. I'm like, the Swiss guards. <laughs> do they guard ever the leave the Vatican? Pope. I don't think they nope, do. They don't. <laughs> no, nope, they're not they, supposed to. Yeah, I, they so even, I'm like, why are they all there? Do they even accompany the Pope when he leaves the Vatican? I don't think no, they do. They don't. They he has see, the, you know the Pope has a secret service detail. The Swiss guards are there to guard the, the Vatican. Pope at the Vatican. Yeah. It's like it's very specific role. Their costumes like, were accurate. At least I'll give them that. Well, frankly, the biggest reason I was shocked that they bothered to go with the Swiss Guard is because I. How do they have the costumes budget? I know. I would assume actually that they rented from a third party company. They like, don't pay uh, Vanessa per character. <laughs> she just gets a. She just gets a flat fee. One Are you sure up. about that? Because maybe that's why they didn't opt for fourth Vanessa. <laughs> they couldn't afford the fourth Vanessa. <laughs> They couldn't afford share, and they definitely couldn't afford another Vanessa. It was just, you know, yeah. no, for we're capping at three. For those wondering why Tim and Frank are here this year, because they hate the movie, they're here just to set right the uh, Catholicism. <laughs> Correct. So like, I hate to explain to you how Swiss guards work. Like, yes. what, what's wild to me, though, so the Swiss guards deliver it, and then the star gets stolen, and they're like, well, the Swiss guards will not be part of this investigation. <laughs> we're sorry. Because like, they didn't want anyone to know. The Swiss what? guards will not be like, part of this investigation because we only rented the costume for one day and we really have, don't have the budget to go have been over. Like, this could have been the angels and demons of the Vanessa Switch oh. and like, And we just, like, come on, where's Dan Brown on the rewrite of this? I'm, like, I'm very sad that the Swiss guard did not have giant props with army knives. <laughs> that would have made more yeah. sense than some of the things that happened in this movie. Um, so anyway, so it gets stolen and then... Uh, and everyone's like, oh, no, what do we do? Let's turn to the only, you know, slightly evil person that we know. And I think this is actually the fault of the movie. And I don't know if anybody feels this way with your notes and or your not notes. But Fiona is so incredibly unlikable that I didn't want to watch two hours of her. I barely wanted to watch her in the last movie. Hmm. And so, like, because not only is she an unlikable person and I don't care about her redemption, but Vanessa's voice is so grating, like her <laughs> faults posh british is so different than her like queenly british Alt. that it, <laughs> her fault she, british. she grew oh, on me over actually, the course I'm of this i'm gonna quibble movie. with that a little bit because i, <laughs> I yeah yeah i yeah, think Tim. <laughs> i think fiona is the true essence of the vanessa hudgens oh that's true agree that's a, i <laughs> so absolutely agree when She's i see fiona acting. on screen i see vanessa just absolutely thriving mm. like she is just like her whole self and whenever she's trying to be a margaret or a stacy She's like so much more reserved and you can see her like up in her head. But when she's Fiona, she is just there and she is just living. And I love that for Vanessa. 
Vanessa the unleashed. Moment, the moment when Fiona is talking about her ex-boyfriend and she just goes, we had a steamy. <laughs> Kirsty and I were on board. We were here. We were like, this is it. I like almost leapt off the couch. She's yeah. like, I mean, we had a steamy, but, and I was like, yes, more <laughs> of this. We watched this very late at night and Kirsty's husband told us the next morning that he thought our TV was up very loudly, but really we just spent the entire rest of the film shouting a steamy. See <laughs> <laughs> Tim. And I have to discuss, I have to tell you this all the time on Academy Rewind. It's okay for the hero of the movie to be morally gray and not just be black and white. Yes. Palmer is definitely the one. Palmer is definitely the one who has to tell him that all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if anybody has never listened to Academy Rewind, note that everything Palmer says is usually the exact opposite of the truth. And so. Why do you hate uh, love, but, Tim? Yes. Uh, which, oh, that that's a completely other thing. But, um, no, I, I could agree with you. In the last movie, I found Fiona a little bit grating. This one, I've kind of warmed up to her. I knew what to expect. And I think she's she fits in a little bit better here as the comedy relief than she did in the last movie. So I was kind of worried about that going in. But... I found I found her to be very enjoyable in this movie. Also, I'm very sad that we didn't get nearly as much of the nuns because uh, now I wanted to see like Fiona's interaction with the nuns. Yeah, I feel like yeah. there's a there there could have been another movie. Maybe there's a movie in between these two movies where there's sort there's of a like Sound a Sound of Music remake waiting. I, I was going to say there's, even, there's, a, there's sister a sister act, act somewhere <laughs> in here. Yep, <laughs> there is a sister act in here. We're like we're like the the. Um, the mother abbess or, or whatever mother superior, mother superior is uh like is is even more uptight and then and then once once they uh, uh hang out with fiona for long enough they're like singing like i don't know like uh religious covers of like megan <laughs> the stallion or something like i don't know yeah. but like there's there's definitely um there's definitely something there i felt like fiona she had an arc this time like she actually grew yep. and like learned to like embrace her her feelings and be okay with having feelings and and not feel like she had to be this like uh tough outer shell to 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 for self-preservation like she was able to even if it was kind of quick her 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 uh reunion with her mom it was still an arc it was a clumsy one but it was an arc and that's more than i can say for her in the last film so i actually liked her a lot more in this movie um over the course of it and like with peter and and everything else like i felt like she she grew quite a bit i think she grew quite a bit i just but i'm i it took a it took too long for me to be like mm. Yeah, well, okay, the whole I'm movie took too side. long. I mean, let's be Her honest. Heart the whole grew two sizes. Yeah. yeah, this movie could have been seventy minutes, and it oh, was yeah. almost absolutely. Two hours. In Tim's defense, there's not an entire movie about Fiona. Like, if they wanted to get Fiona in there, there needed to be a B and C plot. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's a great. And point I thought there. I thought we had a good B plot with Chicago Vanessa, you know, switching to Fiona. Yes, to True. go in front of the parole board. But also, while we're on the uh, while we're on the Abby stuff, uh, Mother Superior, yet another opportunity for another Vanessa. <laughs> because <laughs> Van Mother Vanessa, <laughs> Mother funny. Vanessa with the Irish accent or Scottish accent or whatever okay. accent that woman had. There's that a was. moment where someone is talking to Mother Superior about Fiona. I think it, it's somewhere in her parole stuff or whatever. And I, someone says something to her and she just kind of sighs and like looks off into the 
a distance and goes, we're all God's children. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 Like she has nothing Angels nice to say, so that's what she like Fiona. <laughs> a glorious little yeah. moment of writing, which I will say about this whole franchise, that they get singers in there. They do. They do. Yep. Good one-liners. Good one-liners yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, although I, it did bother me at the end with the with a Prince um, Prince Edward or whatever, whoever he is, where he was like, well, just like that fellow who dresses up like a bat and his cat companion. And yeah. Vanessa, number one, is like Catwoman and Bat, like Catwoman and Batman aren't partners. And like the nerd in me was like, actually, they are. Sometimes they are. I, and you're and he's I, right. And I your joke is and, wrong. I <laughs> heard that. And I'm like, oh, I know three people who instantly disliked it. <laughs> <laughs> so true i was like, like i mean he's she's mostly right but there's nuance to it and oh god i'm gonna be that nerd now yeah yeah not even then not even like the nuance to it like he's like they're like clearly wrong now and so i'm like yeah eh. like so i kind of like weirdly that he's like i'm he's actually right he's right without knowing it. him it actually gives him a layer of character that he didn't <laughs> have previously the first layer he's ever had yeah exactly <laughs> i mean like I mean, he's so egregiously neglected by the franchise that that alone is building his character <laughs> yes <laughs> that is Isn't character growth for him. always right like he was the one against them switching in this movie true yeah mm. but it ended up working out okay they needed the switch um who switched best in this movie did fiona do the best job did margaret do the best job or did stacy do the best job well fiona doesn't switch yeah fiona doesn't uh, in that she sense fiona Yes, I guess so. Um, okay, so yeah, I guess Fiona doesn't switch. Okay, so who does the better job, Margaret or uh, Margaret um, does the better job? Margaret. And actually, I think the best Vanessa acting we've seen is Margaret vamping yeah. as Fiona. Totally. Versus yes. Stacy, less trained vamping as Fiona because they were very different performances, and that's yeah. some real nuance. That, that I wasn't that's expecting. true. To 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 do two different characters taking on a third character and making them feel like different like it, it is clearly different like she doesn't yes. do the same that is i will totally agree with you she completely like deserves credit for Margaret differentiating acting them. as fiona got the assignment like she was supposed to act like fiona yeah chicago vanessa acting as fiona did not because mm. she was just like you should throw me in jail for the rest of my natural life <laughs> <laughs> I'm let out. I may murder several people. <laughs> there's a there's one small camera shot in the scene where Margaret's pretending to be Fiona, where she's like dancing with um, the hotel guy Hunter, just having a steamy, and <laughs> there he like goes to I don't know I don't know anything about dancing. He goes to like do this maneuver where she like spins around him and she like gets his le her leg around him and then as she slides down his leg she steps on the skirt of her dress and then like whips around and i don't know if it was intentional or not but i'm gonna pretend it was an intentional choice because it seems like margaret would not be suave enough to pull off that move and mm. it was just a nice detail yeah <laughs> she did mention that she hadn't she hadn't she needed to brush up on her tango so yeah, I, yeah. i'll keep it in the universe i like it the tango fiona Oh yeah, Palmer. Can you un unveil the nope. lyrics that you? Um, oh my god, <laughs> that you rewrote. They're not that good, but let's see. Because it doesn't we, matter. It's they're yeah. on par with this movie, and that's all that matters. <laughs> because we didn't actually talk that much, I can actually pull them up. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak this, but it goes to the it goes to the rhythm of Tango Maureen from 
from Rent. The tango Fiona got a dance to distract the criminal. You pretend to be her, so in the end, she can leave her. But the end, it will come, so you have to play dumb, because it's Netflix Christmas, so obviously she gets to go free. Why do we love when she's mean, and she is so obscene? The tango Fiona. Nice! <laughs> wow. <laughs> love it. On our other podcast, the Everwood Pinecast, we do this thing where we hand out pine cones at the end of the episode. <laughs> and Palmer, I would like to grant you eight pine cones for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bravo for the episode. Wow. Eight nice. pine cones. That's a lot of pine cones. That's a lot of pine cones. A lot of pine cones. Take that squirrels. You could make, make a Christmas wreath with that many pine cones. <laughs> there you go. Very festive. Um, uh, how do we feel about the Christmas decorations in this movie? This uh, I think this is an important part of Christmas ooh. Switch because half of the reason I actually like them is that they look like Christmas. They look like Christmas vomited all over these yes. movies. And so I need to know how were how was the Christmas spirit in the Christmas decorations in the, in this movie? My uh, favorite part of the Christmas decor is the like offices and side rooms of the hotel guy's house that he has decorated for christmas despite being the the villain he's very festive <laughs> very festive it's true mm-hmm. it's true it does. Uh, uh, um as far as the christmas spirit i thought the yodeling during the oh, christmas yeah. song at the end was a little much oh okay like, okay no well, no well they needed a yodeler they didn't want to offend the swiss ambassador or something right. like right. that but I, I think like you could have given the yodeler their own song Okay. I just feel like it was a competing thing in the song. You know, Mr. Mr. Music over there. Why are you talking to Frank down? Why are you talking down to Frank like this? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, I just want the person who knows about music to agree with me. I agree. Because... Why are you talking down to Frank like that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that actually the decoration, like the Christmas decor was like on point everywhere. Like at the castle, it felt very castle. Castile, no. Castilian? No. Castle like. Um and at the uh at the hotel it felt uh like a little bit more like modern and it just it all it all worked for me. Everywhere that there was there needed to be Christmas decor, it worked it worked for me. But since Palmer brought up music, I am gonna take issue with you get the the star of uh Peace. Peace, thank you. I was gonna say hope, but I was okay, off by one. Uh the star of peace and and the the cardinal from the Vatican and what does the what does the choir sing now that it's Christmas up on the housetop like that's what we sing like at <laughs> it should have been all I want for Christmas is you like, I didn't I, even notice what the song was like that's I, so dumb I get <laughs> I get that it's like we're trying to keep it sort of um uh, uh, for for a broad audience and not everyone celebrates christmas i totally get that but you literally have a religious figure with a religious yeah. relic and you're singing up on the housetop and the only reason i could deduce that they chose that song is because it it refers to him as saint nick and so they were like oh that's kind of throwing him a bone like up on saint nick uh, saint nick because he owns the star was his right huh huh and i'm like i I, you know, it I'm breaks the metaphor for me a little. There's a point of contention that I have with you said, like, they're trying, not everybody celebrates Christmas. One, these movies always take place at Christmas. It's a Christmas so movie. That's a I, know, I know. But no, but she got coronated in the last movie on, on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, so like, oh, like that, that was a whole remember. big religious ceremony thing. Like, and there was mass and mass and the coronation and all that. So like, I, yeah. And then the Vatican here. So like, I mean, the, the Vatican is, a, I think. 
Vatican and yeah. nuns and like, like there's a lot of religious components in this movie and then to just be on, on that one to sort of flake and be like yeah but no I think it was the old Saint Nick thing I think that's exactly I think that's what it was they were like it says yeah. Saint Nick they, in it so it's fine I don't know I or mean, it was like, in the public domain or something I don't know any, anything and they're all in the public domain like yeah. just some didn't they oh no that was another movie I watched okay never mind I was like didn't they play Silent Night Nope, that was in the movie Silent Night I watched. Which that okay. that tracks. That um, tracks. Yeah. I think that the tree that the star actually goes on pretty hideous. I thought it was yeah. a pretty mm, awful Christmas yeah. tree. Was the star a tree topper? I missed that detail. Yes, I yeah, it was the yeah. Yeah. tree. I missed I was, that. I, there was no point at which I ever understood the star, so I just kind of gave up on it. Yeah, gotcha. It's called I, a MacGuffin. Yeah, <laughs> I like was. how I like how this star came off of a cane, but fits perfectly as a Christmas topper. Yeah. Also, how massive was that cane? Is that what it came off of? <laughs> yeah. Like it came it off monstrous. his Saint Nick cane. Like yeah. No. How big was Saint Nick? How could he get down <laughs> any kind of chimney? Big man. If he was the size of Hagrid. <laughs> Did anyone size. notice Weird Santa made a return? No. Weird no. Santa was back. Weird Santa was one of the staff at the hotel party dressed in 17th century oh, garb I and he knew... helped margaret fiona escape i believe Whoa. i thought he was like in my mind he's like the angel that helps them every movie <laughs> nice weird santa like, angel you know you know not like weird santa so it could be weird santa that's fine too but like it's like a, it's like the it's a wonderful life or yeah. um yeah. uh um it's oh, a wonderful shoot. life too What's a Mr. Bean's real name? Uh, oh, Rowan, Rowan Atkinson. Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson yes. in Love Actually. Yes. Where he's just like, I just show up and help try to make people make good decisions or I help right. love be love. Like, that's kind of how I that's Santa how I read shares narrative Santa. DNA with, like, old crone. Yes, <laughs> old crone, of course. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Maybe weird Santa and old crone are together, end up together. <gasps> that should be. Old crone is Mrs. Claus. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should be, like, like. The the series finale of the Netflix Christmas cinematic yes. universe. They all hire us to write your movies. <laughs> okay, uh, hate watch with us, people. You took notes that we are promptly not using. <laughs> yeah, so, we are. Don't like, you worry. Are, oh, okay. Because I I haven't heard nearly enough screams. Um, to, like, <laughs> well, the like, thing I, I want to scream about that we didn't talk about yet, besides besides the thing we need to scream about at the end, mm. is. Mm. The art of the two steamies that we touched on with, oh, the, with the tango and the laser dance. Yes. Acrobatics. It's, really great. it's like uh, two steamies in a pregame. Explain. We, well, we get a practice steamy. Oh, yes, oh sure, sure, sure. Yep. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I actually was taken aback by the laser grid acrobatics at one point, and I was like. This got weirdly sexual. <laughs> yeah. in, like, in the pregame one, Vanessa just like leaps in there and starts doing like a vinyasa, and she's just like rocking it as if this is a thing Fiona would just obviously know how to do. Like, clearly, if you go clubbing and get up to hijinks, you know how to like sexily yoga your way through a laser. Don't we all? But I, sure. I loved the the dynamics of playing them both out at the same time. It was some real. Real Netflix Christmas magic. That was pretty me. good. That was actually some pretty good, like the split screen and then like like going back and forth. Like that that yeah. was actually pretty good for building the tension. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, mm-hmm. for for a two star four steamy movie, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, these movies even even the worst one, this one delivers exactly what I need it to. Yes, like yes. Yeah. 
Mindless like, entertainment. Mind so mindless. It's probably the most mindless thing I watch all year. And even though like people are like everybody back everybody's back for three movies. Nobody replaces anybody. They don't write anybody out. So like clearly they're having a good time. And like why wouldn't they? They get to hang out in this like beautiful palace with all these Christmas decorations and all they do is like oh, I don't want any of this breakfast blah 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 and then they do steamy yoga dances through laser grids. <laughs> why wouldn't you want to participate in these movies? You know, <laughs> I will say I was worried they were going to write off uh Chicago Chicago husband when he's like I'm going to go pick up my daughter it's an 8 hour drive and she's like all right I love you be safe I'm like no yeah, they did gonna... some scary foreshadowing I was like are he's we about to die. do a murder no <laughs> that's way um, too serious for these movies that's what I was like concerned about but, but it did it's, I'm yeah. with you though it seemed like there was going to be some kind of like it seemed like foreshadowing of, yeah. of yeah. some I, dark I, I not get that vibe at all it was the only thing said, that like, made me safe. yeah the only thing that made me feel confident that it wasn't foreshadowing aside from formula is that this narrative isn't sophisticated enough for true narrative tools like <laughs> but it was just so like oh i'll feel so much better when she gets here yeah me too like what what why why should we, uh, why why I, what's exactly, the alternative what's the cause for actually, alarm here <laughs> i will actually fight you on the foreshadowing front it does foreshadow the basketball when we meet what's-his-name, <laughs> it's all about basketball and the skills and all of this stuff and the switching. And so it actually there is a, a good, decent amount of, of foreshadowing in this movie. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'm, I'm under the impression that originally when they filmed, they forgot to take the basketball out of the bag. And they just couldn't, they couldn't afford reshoots. And they were just – they tacked on the rest. Also possible. Sure. Yes. We'll never know. I lost my mind at the basketball. The basketball. I had to <laughs> think for a second. Mind. I had to think for a second as like 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 why? what is this? Why? Oh, we did see why. the one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. connects. Yeah. It it was more to for me. I was like, I didn't even realize he was gone. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> is he not in the What room? happened? But all of a sudden, I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. He's he isn't there anymore. That's wild. <laughs> he just disappeared. Yeah. Also, okay, so if we so we have the three Vanessas and we have their their three their three partners, right? Um who is the biggest wet noodle of these the prince. three? Yes. The prince is the biggest mm -hmm. wet noodle. Yes. So who so who's the best then? Peter? Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think uh, the other two win best as much as the other one easily loses. Mm, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm tempted to say that the that Fiona's man friend is more Peter. interesting, but I think that I almost think that Fiona like brings all the chemistry for the both of them. Mm -hmm. And so I mm -hmm. think it's really just like Vanessa's unhinged energy, like mm. creating a, a narrative interest that wouldn't be there if someone else were in that role. Yeah. yeah. The the best part of Fiona's stuff is Fiona and person they got to replace because apparently Billy Lord passed. Wait, what? Her best friend. 
the girl. Oh, that was discount is, Billy is, Lord. For yeah, sure. is, <laughs> yeah, is definitely supposed to be Billy Lord. Okay. And Billy Lord was like, no, nah, I'm going to pass on this one. <laughs> I don't want to do a movie every year. <laughs> In terms of like male leads more broadly, I don't know, leads, I would say it's between the actual butler guy and mm-hmm. the, the goon who are the best and most yeah. compelling. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go with oh, the butler guy because his name is Frank. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to also... go with the butler guy because he's like, do you need a wheel man? <laughs> yeah, he, I like that he inserts himself into the adventure. He mm-hmm. was like, you guys seem like you're having fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick around for this. Um, yeah, the, the Fiona's helper guy annoys me more than anything else. Like, it, oh, yeah. Like, I know they're supposed to be like useless henchmen, but he's like, I don't even like your personality. He has some like, Jean Ralphio energy. Ooh, yeah. good, <laughs> good yes. pull. Good pull. Yeah. He's the way. Honey, please. Did we know that the butler and the, the who's it, Margaret's helper lady are together? Yeah. That was established I, at the end of the last one. Was film. that the last one? Okay. Because yeah. they had a cameo in another Netflix Christmas that we watched this year. Yes, they did. They went on a, a little vacation to Scotland. Man. Yeah. The, the, the... As those characters? Oh, yes. That's what a movie, movie is this and why haven't I watched it yet? <laughs> I don't recommend. <laughs> it's Christmas Christmas at Castle Heart. Is that correct? Nope. Uh, no. Yeah, the one no, with no, Carrie no, no. Elwes? Castle. Christmas... <laughs> Christmas Castle, a castle, castle for Christmas. Christmas. You don't recommend the, a the castle Carriola's Christmas Christmas one? switch. Oh, oh please tell switch. me, please tell me, one of them wins this castle in a <laughs> in a like write-in thing, just like an in for you know, an in for Christmas last year. Oh my gosh, a castle for Christmas. Brooke Shields, Carrie Elwes. Yes. Yep, yep. Yes. Okay. Oh, this is all right. I'm watching that as soon as we're done. <laughs> the rest of I Palmer's got... afternoon is, is yep. for now. It was either going to be it was either going to be that or House of Gucci. Oh well, there you go. Oh. Keep yeah, it in the Netflix holiday cinematic season. universe is absolutely shameless. It is vast, <laughs> absolutely shameless, vast and shameless. And I I almost think at this point it's because people at Netflix know how many people are out there writing explainers of like the timeline and whatever. Of mm-hmm. the cinematic universe and so netflix is like we got to give them more stuff to write about because otherwise we got no press for the rest of the year yeah it's true like I this mean, is their only pr plan it's brilliant honestly it is brilliant because like i mean hallmark wishes they had that kind of foresight right like to mm. make it all interconnected yeah. in that way that tightly connected Ooh, so smart we d- we didn't start doing christmas specials until netflix got into the game so <laughs> really hallmark there you go drop the ball Hallmark attempted with a couple of franchises, like they have the Christmas and Evergreen franchise, which is just littered with Easter eggs of in-universe stuff. Mm -hmm. The real thing Um, is that the Netflix production schedule, I believe, is like a year out, and Hallmark works about three months out, so they can't really work on the same level. Also, Hallmark has a volume issue, like they're putting out what, like... (laughs) 30 to 50 movies yeah, it's a like season. Like, they can't possibly every keep that in universe. Netflix right. is only responsible for what, like five a year? That's that's right. a good point. Yeah. So, those two things combined, the, the, the production schedule and the volume alone, would mm. make, it, make it possible for Netflix to do that. And, and it's, it's so smart to do it that way. And it, it, 
it does then like you then want to look for those Easter eggs and then it makes you want to watch the other ones, even though, you know, they're going to be terrible. You're like, <laughs> all right. So I watch four more movies, four more terrible movies that I would have watched otherwise. So what? And then I get the, then I get the jokes. Then I get the, I get to see the, the, the Butler and, 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 and the, you know, like see them cross over into other movies and mm-hmm. oh, totally, totally. It's totally worth it. I think we need to talk about the deleted scene. Yes. Uh, now, yeah. um, I don't know if we have anything else you'd like to say before we move on to things that didn't exist in this movie and what we would like to see, hopefully, for the next movie. Should we um, just quickly resolve the plot so that we don't have to come back to it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So after the basketball, um, her man friend baits her into going to the boarding school where she had a lot of abandonment issues as a teenager. And for some reason, baiting her into the school is really to bait her to meet her mom. And she reconciles awkwardly with her mom because her mom's like, yo, I'm sorry that I wasn't there for you on Christmas your entire entire childhood, but your father was abusive and I saved your Christmas card. So um, anyway, (laughs) I do like like how they... Yeah, like, I do like how they just dropped that in. Like, by the way, BT dubs, your father, very abusive. Horrible man. Horrible, horrible man. Horrible, horrible man. We've never seen or heard from him in this entire series, and this is why. I just, I just... I have so many concerns, and and it's like such a, such a short little plot even though they spent the entire film building to it, that it's just like, it's almost like, um, like the plot twist in a, another Vanessa Hudgens film we recently covered (laughs) where there's mother, mother, daughter stuff where it's like, you have two thirds of the film. That's just like building towards something you didn't know is building towards. And then they're like, boom, mother, daughter plot twist. And then it's like, oh, we're not actually going to explore this at all. They're just related. <laughs> that film, J-Lo was a Vanessa. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Oh, my. J-Lo was the fourth Vanessa in that oh film. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> I... What? 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 <laughs> so many Is questions. Is this movie asking for it? Is this... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As who should have been the mother in this movie... I would have accepted J Lo as the mother, hardcore. Yeah, agreed. True. Agreed. Yeah. What? She could have also but... sang Fernando. There yeah. you go. Yes. Actually, and it would have been different. I would have really liked that. I would have... <laughs> oh, you poor things! You watch second act. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Our dad was in it. We were bound. We yeah. had to. It was yeah. like by contract. I feel bad. Uh, I feel bad for you too. <laughs> you should take that and to then, heart because so... Palmer doesn't feel bad for people often. Yeah, <laughs> like I remember when you know going to the movies and every week we would see the trailer for that movie, and every week I was like, I just want this movie to come out and fail so I never have to hear about it again. Palmer got the his pr- wish. premise of our show is hate watch with us. Though, I mean, so yeah. we were. Obligated. I mean, yeah. Also, I'm never mad to spend time with our dad, Trey Williams. So yeah. we had some good quality time with our dad. We got another Vanessa. You take <laughs> you take your wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Vanessa and her mom make up, I guess. And then the movie ends, presumably. Yeah, the stars on top of the tree. And she then... makes up with the with Peter, too. Oh, oh okay. and Fiona doesn't oh, yes. have to do community service. Yeah. Because... And then yeah. I think there's right, because... like a 
a 10 minute montage of everybody of like the camera just switching angles between the various couples looking lovingly at each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's where the deleted scene comes in. And that's what leads us to the deleted scene. Yes. So it turns out, so in this deleted scene, Margaret reveals that she is pregnant with twins and Stacy reveals the same thing, (laughs) that she is also pregnant with twins. And, and what I found most charming about this is just the two princes being like, dude, congratulations. (laughs) Nice. I love that. (laughs) And so I when I finished that, I said this in the thread, but I'll say it on the podcast that like when I finished this movie, I was like, I really want a next movie where they're pregnant at the same time and they both give birth birth around or at Christmas, because that would be the logical next step, arguably more logical than this movie. Like we could have (laughs) skipped this one and gone directly to that one. It would have made more sense. Especially since this movie is like practically missing Stacy, who is the lead, like is kind of the lead of this franchise of Vanessa's, and she's barely in it. And so, but anyway, um, so this deleted scene is everything that I wanted, except that I'm glad they deleted it because, like, they wouldn't be giving birth around Christmas, thus defeating the purpose of well, they could just this have whole a franchise. Really long pregnancy. Yeah. Oh, for some reason we're both expecting twins, but also it's been almost a year and we haven't yeah. had a we're medical marvels. Yep. That's that how is... we do things in this country. There is... It just occurred to me that they probably did this on purpose, but they it occurred to me when you were talking, Tim, that they did an art where the first movie is Stacy's movie, the second movie is Margaret's movie, and the third movie had to be Fiona's movie. Oh, true. So, all get a movie. so that's why we didn't get a fourth a fourth Vanessa, because they had to do a Fiona movie. Mm. But that does leave the door wide open for the film that I predicted Wet would come, Vanessa. Princess Switch yeah. 4, Switch to Birth. Yes. Yeah. Switch to Birth, Oh, Switched at Birth, Miss. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We have a hijinks plot where the twins get switched and then they all grow up to be Vanessa's. I hope yes. it's well, also, the, the, the same as the, the Lindsay Lohan movie they're making. And Lindsay Lohan is the one who switches all the twins. Ooh. I was going to say, like, all the twins get born and then a fourth Vanessa steals all four twins out of the hospital. <laughs> and, they and then think she's it's just Fiona, like raising a little coven of not. Vanessa's. Yep. Yeah. There, there are two reasons i i was kind of okay makes them make them grow their hair out like there were two reasons why i was okay with this scene getting deleted one i fully expect that you also need fiona to be pregnant with twins Mm. so you need to give her time and two i'm of the opinion that nobody in the vanessa princess switched universe has sex other than fiona They yeah, call them steamies. Yes. Fox, nobody else does. That's yes. right. Like yeah. the other, the other two, you know, like kissing is like third base for them. Yeah, yeah. The, the stork mm-hmm. came to them. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The stork shows up and just drops off more Vanessas. That's why they had to call it "Romancing the Star." Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually really want this. I I really want the stork thing to be real because now it just feels like it actually logically fits into this little world they've created. It does. Like it doesn't. It's dumb in the real world, but in their world, like that is what makes the most sense. Yeah. And obviously, the stork is Vanessa dressed up as a stork. (laughs) 
Do you think they're going to use their Netflix movie money and superimpose Vanessa's face on all the infants? Oh, I sure. Oh, I hope they get like a baby picture of Vanessa and do it. Yes, like Renaissance (laughs) paintings where all the babies have adult faces for good luck. Yeah, yeah. Except it's Vanessa. (laughs) Oh boy! Oh boy! boy. Yeah! Wow! Fine. It really is. Well, this was this was. The most I th- the worse the movie, the more fun we have, and I think that is so. It's fairly indicative that we had a good time talking about yeah. Princess Switch switched I, again for I, the third time, probably. I think this is the worst thing we've watched since the Star Wars Holiday Special. Wow, it, this is better than that, though. <laughs> this is still better than that. I I would agree, but worst thing since then. Yes, yeah. Is it because this has a cohesive narrative? Yeah, it does. <laughs> A plot and is less... that what makes it better? Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, that's there was a weird dance sequence in the middle of it though. So in yeah. that way, we're, still, we are still better than weird Wookiee VR porn though. So like, I'll, I'll still still give it a win. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking that's of one of those things that it, it does, I don't even try to block that out, but it disappears from the gray matter until mm. someone brings it back up. Frank. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Speaking of weird Wookiee VR porn. Am, oh, I couldn't have been. I couldn't have been the only one when when they get to the hotel Christmas party and seeing people wearing face wearing masks that thought they she was walking into an eyes wide shut party. Right? <laughs> like I'm just sitting. I'm like I've seen this before. Like it doesn't turn out well for Tom Cruise. Someone <laughs> supposedly dies and. And then Tom Cruise's marriage, both in real life and the movie, dissolve? I mean, I would say yes, except that we've established that nobody has sex in this universe. Mm-hmm. And that's basically all Eyes Wide Shut is. Mm. And so um, I would say this is about as close as you get. Mm. I did mm. I did quibble with it, though, because this isn't the first Christmas movie where the big Christmas party has involved masquerade masks. And thematically, <clears throat> thematically I find that confusing. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, why why have a masquerade around Christmas? That's like not the either you're supposed to do it during uh an intense plague in the Middle you, Ages or um if you do it around Halloween, Halloween. the phantom shows up and takes <laughs> and takes Vanessa. Right. And then you're down to Vanessa. I would absolutely watch a Phantom of the Opera remake with Vanessa. Yes. Oh, on but Netflix she has only to, though. She yeah. has to play Christine yeah. And Meg. And the Phantom, I think, actually. And the, yeah, and the Phantom. <laughs> do we, oh do we, do we, I think she should play the chandelier, too. Raul? Yeah. <laughs> Just drop Vanessa in, like, her sexy cat suit from the ceiling. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you know what I, you know what I just realized? Vanessa was in the live uh, staging of Rent that they recorded. Yep. Yes. So yes. so my uh, Tango Maureen um, thing and her in a cat suit all make sense now. It all connects. Mm-hmm. I mean, it made sense even without it. It just it it's did better now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it well, works either way. Yeah. What would what we're saying, like to, what we're uh, saying, Netflix, give us money mm. and we'll make sure Vanessa has a long and healthy career. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, she will without us. 
<laughs> It'll yeah, be long, have a, but will it be healthy? No, it absolutely will not be. No. Um, <laughs> so I, I feel like there was a lot of meta-ness where people were yeah. like, "You can't, Fiona, you can't keep living like this. And I'm like, are you talking to Fiona or are you talking to Vanessa mm. Legends in this, in this moment? Like, it's actually Vanessa's agent who got that line put in. Like, you're 34. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. You, you can't keep living like this. Have any of you ever looked at her Instagram? Yes, I do it's, just no, about every time I unhinged. watch one of these movies because I need to see the juxtaposition of yeah. her real life versus yeah. Margaret, and it is you can't get any further away. That's from how we her. ended up with Fiona. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, I don't think she stopped being 20, like just like mentally. She's just always there. Yeah. I, we I should all be so lucky. Question. I do have one question on the fashion choice in this film. The um, the Cinderella prison work suit that Fiona wears at the beginning. Oh, ten out of ten, no notes. It's like a <laughs> what's like the like what is that lacy belt going around her? Like, is that supposed to be like a fashionable thing where you put like the, the ankle and chain locks on her? Yes. I think someone found that in a thrift store because that baby was straight out of 2005. Mm. Like, <laughs> that was a vibe, man. Like, I think Vanessa had that in middle school. <laughs> that, it would brought it herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hate to break it in 2005, she would have been graduating high school because we're the same age. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that would have been. I, I also really like her mopping in high heels. I did also like actually the constant comments of like, how does she wear these things? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just Vanessa commenting on her own fashion yeah, style. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, would anybody like to add anything else before we wrap up? I just want to ask one question. Mm -hmm. In Switched at Christmas or Switched at Birth. Sorry. Switched at Birthmas. Christmas. The only other royal baby adjacent Netflix film we've seen featured a dramatic ending in which the princess had to do diplomacy while giving birth. Sure. What do we think Ooh. this one is going to going to be? What's the dramatic? Is it going to be as good as that? Uh, it's going to be essentially like the Cuban Missile Crisis <laughs> while she's giving birth. <laughs> and they're going to need Fiona to play Margaret. Oh my God, you're right. Yep. Fiona's gonna have to come in and be one of them. Yep. In a time of yep. crisis. Yeah, because one of so, them's gonna go into labor early, and yep. the other, or they're both gonna go into labor early. Like neither of us can be each other. Fiona, it'll have to be you. And she's like, you're gonna have dog. to be all. Yeah, they're three. all gonna be in labor, and it's gonna be really awkward when they have to switch because one of them will have had really strong feelings about having a natural birth, and the other one will have already gotten her <laughs> epidural. Yeah. That's a towel right there. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, one of them is going to be like, yeah, I'll do it. I already had my epidural. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. That's how that's going to go. Yeah. yeah. So basically the, the fate of the free Vanessa world will be on Fiona being able to accomplish getting out of um, a nuclear holocaust. Mm -hmm. It does seem a little dark for Christmas Netflix. It's fine. It all works out. Yeah, it turns out the nuclear warheads were made of pigeons. Oh no! Like, yeah, 
Yeah, we just saw something gray fly past the screen. We thought it was a missile. <laughs> Turns out it was a pigeon. But we also get a nice Vanessa cover of 99 red balloons. So it's, huh? you take the good with the bad. Palmer's really thought this out. <laughs> I really have. I feel I feel Look, wholly I, unprepared for this, and Palmer has, has the whole thing down to like what's playing I've in the credits. I discovered a new tactic where I can watch movies while I'm at work now mm. because I own the shop. So um, there's been some bad movies that I've had to block out mentally with other things. Mm. Hmm. You've you've got well, the expertise now. Yeah. Well, thank you all for coming back one more time for the Thought Bubble Audio Christmas. Um, Christmas podcast get together. Uh, I'm going to go around and ask everybody where you can be found. Uh, Kelsey and Kirsty, where can the people find you? Well, I'll 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 shout out one. You can find us at the Everwood Pinecast, where we are discussing every episode of the hit two thousand early two thousands WB family drama Everwood. <laughs> At Everwoodcast on Twitter, everwoodpinecast.com, and everwoodpinecast at gmail.com, or wherever you're listening, obviously, you can search for any of these shows. <laughs> yeah. And then we also have our other show, our flagship show, um, Hey Watch With Us, where we talk about all the things. Um, so, but it's a little less refined than the Everwood Pinecast, so you really get to uh, tailor your listening experience. <laughs> um, and you can find Hey Watch With Us at watch with us in all of those places fantastic Palmer, where can uh, people find you i am at academy rewind on twitter um you can email academy rewind but don't because we never check it it's nope. been the longest running joke in the history of podcasts <laughs> literally uh, years I, since i've checked yes. that email and i actually had a dream somebody sent us an email it was weird <laughs> and then uh, i also co-host um a recap of batwoman and you can find that Batwoman TV Talk, and you can find us at Batwoman TV Talk on Twitter and Batwoman TV Talk on Gmail. That account actually gets checked quite a lot. So, <laughs> good, 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 good. And Frank, where can people find you? Uh, you can find Beer with Geeks uh, at Beer with Geeks uh, on Twitter, beerwithgeeks.com, beerwithgeeks.com, or anywhere podcasts are found. You can find me at uh, Superman and Lois TV Talk, uh, supermantvtalk.com. Um, and uh, you can listen to Save Me the Smallville Anthology at smallvilleanthology.com. Excellent. And uh, you can find me on uh, on Be With Geeks and Academy Rewind, as mentioned before, and uh, the Read Up Podcast uh, at Read Up Podcast on Twitter, which I also do not check. Um, and uh, <laughs> But just readuppodcast.com uh, um, on the Thought Bubble Audio Network. And all these shows are at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Well, thank you all uh, for coming. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to all of you. A merry, uh, merry Vanessa-mas to all of you. <laughs> happy Switchmas. Um, happy Switchmas. Uh, and uh, hope to see you next year. Bye. 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 You have been listening to Read Up, the podcast where we talk about books intellectually and stuff. You can find Read Up on Twitter at Read Up Podcast and the host at Timothy PG13. Rate and review Read Up on iTunes and listen on any place podcasts can be found. Head over to patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio to support all of your favorite Thought Bubble Audio podcasts. You can find all of the Thought Bubble Audio programs at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Until next time, have a good read. <laughs>